Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Willy, Willy Clancy, Willy, Willy. Oh no, I, <laughs> I, I'd be in favour of it, alright. <laughs> of what? Of, like, that kind of crack. Angel numbers. Yeah. But feathers. you're always doing kind of like, uh, y- I, I, I do laughter. 11-11. 11-11, just waiting for 11-11 there now. But now I'm kind of into it. <laughs> do you ever do this, right? And I do this all the time. Are we on? We're on, yeah. Oh, right. uh, so, um, like, if you come, like, 444 came up now, today. Yeah, I'd be like, yes. Do you Google it? No. I Google it straight away. Oh, would you? 444 means you're on the right path. Keep doing what you're doing. I get fucking solace from that. I'd get solace from that, but I'd be afraid if I Googled it and it was like, you're going to die now. It's not bad stuff, though, because oh, okay. all numerology <laughs> okay, is like, good. it's all, this is what your angels are telling you. Apparently, you've got like five or six angels around you. You can have up to 12 or something like that. Mine are called Des, <laughs> Philip, Keith, Paul and Wayne. They're all and men. Jargon. <laughs> Jarlet. Jarlet. Oh, you were supporting Jarlet, Regan. I am supporting him in January. Did you not support him? We're not yet, What no. was the picture of you with him? Did I see a picture oh, of Oh, no, that was at the Ivy Gardens. We were just chatting. Oh, the Ivy Gardens. Chatty, chatty. Chatty, chatty, bum, bum. Um, <laughs> he's... Good. Lovely is man. He? I don't know him at all. He's a lovely is man. He? Oh, he's got. He's really one per- of them kind men. He's l- very ma- manicured hair. He's His a hair is always perfect. Beautiful, kind, lovely man. Beautiful. Well, kind. Kind. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, like he he strikes me as a very handsome, oh, well-groomed. Yeah, individual. he is handsome. Do you know that handsome. kind of way? Yeah, yeah. Is he living in England? No, he's moved back. Oh. Yeah, he's he's between the two, but the, his wife and his son have moved back. She is also amazing. What's her name? Tina. What does she do? She's a, a like a child care worker. Ladies and gentlemen, on today on Conversations <laughs> with Cornelius, we're going to talk about two people that I don't know of, Charlotte <laughs> and Tina. Charlotte <laughs> and Tina. We like them both very much, very much. It is November the 23rd. Um, I am in a car park in an industrial estate <laughs> in the south side of Cork City. It is, uh, what time is it? It's 10 to 6. It's dark. It's foreboding. We're coming into winter. We're coming, we are in winter. We're coming into Christmas. There are are no Christmas decorations that I can see right here, which is good. I know you're a big Christmas fan. Mm, not good, I would have said. Would you? Where would you put the Christmas decorations? Here, oh, you know? there's a there's a tire shop where you can put tires on your car. I would stick a bit of tinsel mm-hmm. around that door frame. You could put a bit honest. of tinsel around there, couldn't you? You could. You could. Or you'd even one of them kind of uh, cheeky Santa. A light-up Santa that you'd have outside. You could or, have you know, those big inflatable ones. Yeah. Oh, but where you can get business, like... Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they'd have a pump inside there. They would. They'd and be able to put be the air into it. could be holding a tire, yeah. I had to get... Uh, Noelle had a flat tire last week, and she said, you wouldn't go into town and get the tire fixed me. I yeah. said, I will, no bother. I'll go for a sauna when I go in. So I drove in anyway, parked up the car, said, guys, we have a flat, and they'd like a big special up on the wall, 15 euro to fix the tire. And fix, have a sauna. Fix the <laughs> well, the, the sauna was complimentary. You just had to pay a, a yearly subscription in a different business. <laughs> I fell out <laughs> the back with a hose. So I went anyway, came back, and uh, the car was still up in the, 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 the bay inside, and I was like, what's the story? And they said, oh, I'm sorry, we can't leave this car out. There's four 
illegal tires on it. Oh my god! The, um, there's like you literally, we literally cannot leave you drive out. So it cost me four hundred and twenty-five euros. Oh my god! To fix god. our fifteen euro puncher. So. Oh my god! I actually got two new tires yesterday, mm. and I have an electric car, and the tires are weird. So we found tires eventually out in Balancholic. Why are they weird on electric don't, cars? Don't know. Don't know. What kind of an electric car have you? I have a BMW i3. Did you get a new car? No. It's there. I've had that car for ages. All oh, right, I never knew it was a BMW. It's is a that big, electric? Yeah. Somebody said it looks like uh, my first BMW because it's so tiny. Oh, <laughs> a I, tiny I, little. I never knew it was a BMW yeah, though. But I went and Polly says BMW stands for Big Massive Willie. That's my <laughs> seven-year-old daughter, guys. Um, I went out to the tire shop in Ballincollig, the only place in Cork with the two tires. Right. Several tire shops had rang this man. Went out to Jerry. He fixed the tyres, no bother, because he had the two wheels. And then he goes to me, thanks so much for coming out. I said, sure, Jerry, you had the tyres. <laughs> Why? Like, it wasn't a social call. <laughs> I, I was like... I was coming out for tea, like. I'm like, there's no point in me coming out if you didn't have them. Like, you're the only place in Cork <laughs> with my two tyres. Of course I'd come out. Thank you, how Jerry. Lo- how long are you driving an electric car? And are you doing it for the environment? You're trying to save the, the world? Uh, yes, but I use the dryer every day. So that mm. cancels that out. Um, I've been driving an electric car about a year. Shane O'Manny, my husband, um, helps to market electric cars. So he thought we should have one. Now, we didn't get it for free or anything. Uh, I thought your husband was a, an engineer. He's an electronic engineer, but they are responsible for the manufacturing of electric cars, oh the no. parts in electric cars, and he has specific responsibilities for the marketing. Well, I suppose I suppose at the end of the day, if, you're, if, you, are, if you are selling it, and mar- you may as well market it. You yeah. may as well walk the walk. And to be honest, I think they're brilliant. Are they? I drove to Limerick now last night, no <coughs> bother. No hassle at no all. No bother. No, I had to get petrol. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a half and half? It's not really a half and half. You'd, f- you'd fill it with 13 euro. So I forgot to charge it. So I okay. filled it, I think, four times between <laughs> going to Limerick and coming oh. back. <laughs> but I wouldn't fault them, guys. Have you a charger outside your gas? I do. So I do, yeah. if you charge it up, how long does it take to... Oh, like it'll be done overnight, yeah. And how long would you get out of that then? Oh, you'd get like 300 kilometres out of that. That's yeah, it's right. good, isn't it? That's all right. And then you've about 100 kilometres of petrol if you want. Yeah. Yeah, so, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. And, um, yeah. yeah, well, I don't know how, why we got onto that, but it's I great. Know, but I'm glad that, because the tire shop. The tire shop, with yeah. With no tinsel, and they're closed now when we hear talking. That's it. By the time we got to the end of that story, they closed <laughs> the, the fuck. They're like, we're not putting any direct decorations up here. They can go fuck themselves. No, they've closed to decorate. They're doing a big <laughs> night of decorating now, the lads. They're blowing up the Santa as they speak. <laughs> uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast. Uh, last week's episodes were great crack, and I want to say thanks to everybody who came on and sent me messages and blah 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 I really appreciate it um, I'm going to bring on this week's guest onto the stage mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage Mrs. Laura O'Mahony oh 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 oh, 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 oh. Laura oh, oh. <laughs> I'm here hi we're about to go into improvisation uh, rehearsals Mode. after this now yes. so um, this is us kind of just warming up to it Laura quick question there if you're right mm-hmm. how's your body soul and mind oh I was thinking about this on the way over Really good. Really? Because you remember the last time I was on, I was a bit blue. I felt a bit blue at the start. We were in your gaff, weren't we? Yeah, and I was saying that COVID had made me a bit weird socially and all that. That's all gone now. Yeah. The bells and whistles are back. The bells and whistles are back. I've got my bells and my whistles. No, I feel great. I am... Uh, I would say very happy but also this is my favourite time of year Yeah, like I could take or leave we'll say January through to I'm going to say end of September really so you could what you don't like the summer I I, I like it Mm. very much but like if I was only able to pick three months 
to kind of go on repeat. <laughs> it would be October, <laughs> November, November, December. December yeah. I do like this time of year. Yeah. I like the cold and the dark. I love the cold and the misery. It takes the pressure off with the kids. You don't have to bring them outside. Yeah. It's telly time, baby. But what it's about blankets. When the kids are growing up, would you still like it though, would you? Oh, yeah. Then it's candles and cushions time, mm, baby. Yeah. It is, I'm a, you know, the um, Scandinavian concept of hygge. No, I don't. I am a walking me. embodiment to that. It's all about like, Candles, cushions, coziness, plush surroundings, oh. fabrics. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, uh, like, I was talking to a comedian there recently and he was Ooh. like, uh, Daniel Lucas, you know, the German guy? Oh, yeah. And uh, we the were talking. The only talk- funny German. The only funny German. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, uh, he was like, oh, I, I want to do more gigs in Dublin. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'd love to do more gigs in Dublin. But like, it's just, it's really difficult to justify it financially. Yeah. But you could just, you know, stay on somebody's couch. Absolutely and I'm like, not. I'm 45. No. I want to stay in a Kuga place, like yeah. what you're describing. Hygge. Hygge. H- uh, <coughs> I'm in over my head now with the spelling. <laughs> it's either H-Y-Y-G-E or H-Y-G-G-E. I'm all about that. I want to stay in the nice places. I want to get my back scratched and my yeah. nails clipped and the, the, the nicest of food and wine served to me. And But I was like that since I was 16. I'm kind of like that since I was 16 as well. I was yeah. never. Me and Shane, my husband, went to New Zealand backpacking. And uh, for five weeks, and we basically just brought backpacks and stayed in really nice hotels. <laughs> I love the way the two of you are I, always on the same page. Yeah. Myself and, and yeah. the Queen are very like that as well. We'd be like, we'd, we'd be, <laughs> you know, we'd often be watching something or we'd be in company and someone would say something and we'd react normally, yeah. right? We'd be like, oh, right, very good. And then in the car on the way home, one of us would go, <laughs> What the fuck <laughs> did she once say? Store that like, up for oh later. My God. Yeah, big time. Yeah, but isn't it great to be on oh the same page? Oh my God. Like if he was on a different page, I wouldn't know what to do with him. I'd be very sad about that. But you're mad. You're into your... All, uh, with the t- I'm going to turn that off now for a second for my battery. Yeah, it's blinding. Turn this one here. <laughs> <laughs> He's turning on the car lights there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go on. No, I have to turn it on because I can't see my book. Oh. Um, so, you're you're good. Great, like, yeah. So, like, physically, mentally, spiritually, we were talking a little bit there about Mary Magdalene before. Did we start with Mary Magdalene? I don't think we did, did we? No, we didn't. We were saying that we think she might have been a bit of a... Well, I said... I won't say what I said. We <laughs> lady th- of the night. Yes, a lady yeah. of the night. And I remember when I was in school, there was... Um, a musical, Jesus Christ Superstar, was on the Opera House and there was some very devotedly religious people in school with us, like devoted, devoted, and they went protesting outside of it because of the depiction of her as a bit of a whore. A prostitute. Apparently she's not. Do you know, I... I think she was Jesus' girlfriend. I think she was Jesus' yeah. girlfriend. And I think you go Jesus having a girlfriend. Yeah, he's dead right to have a girlfriend. Absolutely, your life is only short. You might as well have gotten... <laughs> right. <laughs> well, no, I don't know if Je- don't the son of God was actually <laughs> making love. Like, his mother he n- never, never did it anyway, by all accounts. <laughs> um, but I think she was, uh, if she did exist, and I, th- I think she did exist, I think yeah. that she has been, de- like like Manny's the woman down through time she's been demonised mm. and made out to be this kind of um, like prostitute whore I suppose for want of a I a bet she word. was a badass boss bitch I, she was at the crucifixion she, she was, was mentioned class. more times than any mm. of the apostles Mary's the only other girl to be mentioned more she was probably his right hand woman you know she what was I mean? like crucify him away if I know anything about him he'll rise again she was probably at the loaves <laughs> and fishes handing out the loaves and fishes after he had yeah, you know, made she was loads like, of loaves and Jesus, do you see this water? Would you ever turn that into wine there, love? Come or on. else run down to the shop for a bottle of data. <laughs> <laughs> is no. that how you pronounce it, data? What is it? We pronounce it 
Da-da. Da-da. Well, you see, it's after that pretentious artist lad. And Is we, that? yeah, we did about him in college in drama and theatre studies. We learned about Dada. 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 Was not, he was some sort of a philosophical thinker artist fella. Oh, nice. Okay. Hashtag, who cares? I'm learning an awful... <laughs> but, like, da, if, we, if I see a bottle of Dada now, as I, as, yeah. I, as, I, as I pronounce it, it brings me right back to the grim... The grimness of peak lockdown. When yeah. Noel would try and cheer me up by coming home with two bottles of Dada. Dada. <laughs> and I've been at home all day, every day, uh, with the boys. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And she's out there fucking getting a break, doing 40 or 50 or 60 hours of work. Doing science. Yeah. Can Two I bottles. suggest that if you call it Dada, it changes everything? <laughs> it changes. This is me Dada. <laughs> like it, it Would you like a glass of this Dada? <laughs> it's like it Dad. suddenly becomes Dad. an old, mine, old man wine. Dada. Um, I'm One. acutely aware of, we've got a half an hour to wrap Grant, this up because we've got on. rehearsal. So we've only just started. Trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. I'm ready. Hashtag Pocahontas. What's wrong with her? I don't know. She was trending. I didn't oh my God. Oh, are they doing a live-action remake? I don't know. Pocahontas. What? But, like, one second, you just said, what's wrong with her? She's dead years. Is she? Isn't she? <laughs> she Do you know? <laughs> She'd bring out a new film, no? <laughs> Pocahontas, wasn't she? Was she real? She was real. Captain John Smith. Was he real? I think he was real, too, yeah. And is he all right? <laughs> I mean, he's definitely dead anyway, as well. We're going back years here now. There was no Wi-Fi or anything. Maybe it was a cartoon. My money is on... Uh, live action remake that's what I think of Pocahontas yeah I, and I'd be into that where no like, like on telly in, yeah like a new film you know the way that, like there's a live action Cinderella and there's a live action Aladdin oh, oh like, yeah as in a dramatised version yeah. of it yeah okay okay like not cartoons people but I, oh, I'd say that would be epic do you know like um, I turned that off again now. who could play Pocahontas okay let's have a let's have a she'd think. have to be kind Jennifer of Jennifer Lopez would be brilliant yes she's too old though is she well but she's a very young looking old Pocahontas was only about 20 when John Smith claps eyes on her. What age are Jennifer Lopez's twins? <laughs> could one of them do it? One of them could do the first half. We could get someone else and then the understudy could go and do the second Lovely. half. Lovely. Okay. Uh, John Smith? Ooh, I mean, I'm thinking that guy... Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the guy I'm thinking. Um, I'm going to go John Smith. Who's the guy from Luther? Is he a bit old? Luther! Luther. I thought he was black, the guy in Luther. Yeah, why can't John Smith be black? Be- because he was a white Englishman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't think... Well, they could remake it. They could remake well, it. They could jazz saying, it up, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they could get... I suppose they could get, a, they could get it Jazzy all. Jeff, if they're going jazzing it up. <laughs> Jazzy Jeff, he must be in his, nearly, he's in his late 50s now. Yeah, he'd be a brilliant John Smith. Yeah. Okay, so Jazzy Jeff. Johnny Jeff. <laughs> John Jeff and, okay. uh, and, the, whatchamacallit, and the Lopez twins. Yeah. Uh, Pocahontas. Okay, uh, hashtag... Paulo Coelho. Is this sport? No. Is it politics? No. Is it music? No. Paulo Coelho. Is it a, a, a luxury cuisine? No. Paulo Coelho. Paulo Coelho. I know Paulo Tulio. This is one of his quotes. The world is changed. Oh, sorry. That fell at the yeah. book. Oh, yeah. I thought the alchemist. Na- I thought his name was Paul Coelho. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I used to call him Pablo Coelho for years. It's Paolo. I only really realised that. Is he dead? No. And I tell you what, because I, I loved The Alchemist. When we got married, I had loads of quotes taken out of that book and had, had them at the tables in our, cool. at our wedding. So I normally don't go in to see why someone's trending, but mm. I actually did go in to see why he's trending. And it was just loads of people talking about him, but he wasn't dead. And I was like, that's great that he's not dead. At that's our wedding, the names at the tables... I didn't know I got married to him. 
<laughs> we had a lovely day. I was I had a lot of drink. Um, at mine and Shane's wedding, the names of our tables were half plays, half fish, because <laughs> I liked plays and Shane liked fish. <laughs> so I try to think of an example. There was. <laughs> Something like Philadelphia here I salmon. No, 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 they were better than that. They were very clever. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. I can't think of any clever as the Playboy. The, there was definitely, I think it was the plow and the carp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had just been in Spring Awakening, so we had a table called Spring Awakening. <laughs> you were in, Ashley Strand was in that with you, oh, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ashley definitely doesn't listen to this. Great, we got on like a house on fire. <laughs> if the fire was really toxic and had noxious fumes yeah, coming off like of I it. Yeah, like I worked an awful lot with Ashley as well in the Coca Club back in the day, and he was just difficult to work with. And uh, difficult. We just, um, do you ever meet somebody that you have a complete <coughs> personality clash with, like a just a big clash? He had that with everybody. With everybody. <laughs> with everybody. Well, look, big love to him wherever yeah. he is. Best of luck to you, Ashley, wherever yeah. you are with your girl's name. Yeah. Um, hashtag Instagram. Was it down for a while? No, it was just trending. But Inst you know what I've noticed about Instagram? I think you were talking about it as well. My fucking stories. Way down. What's uh, Are yours way down? Way like, down. Mine are way down. Mine like. are halved. Mine are halved as well. Yeah. Oh, that makes me feel better. Somebody said it's because we post every day. If you go away for a few days and come back, you get pushed up to the top of people's feet. Hmm. Which is just stupid. I'm like, just. It should be the other way around. But it should just let anyone who wants to see my stories see my stories. Yeah, that's true. I too. don't know what you're trying to do, Instagram. I'm not going to do reels. I refuse to do any more reels. Well, I like doing reels now, but like. I, uh, Sorry, I might, that might have been too strong because I could be really into reels in a couple <laughs> of weeks. But like, I like stories the most. Yeah, stories are good. I do enjoy a good story. And you can be very creative on stories yeah. as well. Nah. So, yeah, no, that's kind of comforting now that yours is down as well. I wonder, is it trending because people are saying that Twitter's going to die and so people are migrating to Instagram? Mm, it could be. I don't think Twitter's going to die. Neither do I. I think that was all hype. And actually, do you know what? I had an interesting feeling about this, right? I hate Twitter and I think Twitter is really toxic and stupid. However, when it was nearly gone, I was like, oh, no, but I like that it exists. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. it's an important platform for some people. Like some people really thrive on Twitter. It's not my area, but I'm glad that such a place exists. For example, now on Friday when the toy show will be on, Twitter will be a great place mm. to be, a gas place to be. It's good for football matches. Yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with it. It's mostly a kind of a hate. It's like mostly I hate it. Yeah. But like so if I put up, turn it off there for two seconds uh, if I put up a video a football vi one of my GA videos they go very well on Twitter but then I could put up something else that I'm re like even like even more and there's nobody looking at it and can I'm I like, just say that will I tell you where those videos go down really well is in my dad's friends your, dad, lo your dad was telling he me he loves them he loves yeah. them yeah um, it goes down with middle-aged Irish men like from 40 yeah. up to death yeah very well. Yeah. Under that, under it, not so well. But uh, it's of its Error, fuck, fuck the rest of them. <laughs> and that concludes Trending Topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. I've got five questions, but I uh, they're kind of statements, and I want to... Uh, they're just things I want to talk about. The first Kay. thing I want to talk about is your recent show oh, at yeah. The Everyman. Yeah. Um, it was... I can tell you this now. I supported you, right? And I can honestly say, and I've done... I'd say I've done 150, maybe 200 shows this year, maybe more. The most enjoyable show, the most enjoyable show yeah. I was ever a part of. Yeah. The crack, the intro, the vibe from yeah. the, from from you call your Insta fans, you call the them gang the gangbang, 
which you were unaware of <laughs> what, what, what a gangbang meant Whoopsie. prior to christening them. But you continued with it, which I like. Yeah. And um, what a bunch of people. I feel... Uh, looking back on it, that it was like, I would describe it as like a joyous riot. It felt it had the energy of uh, like this could, we could actually explode here with yeah. the amount of crack that's going on. You supported me both on stage and I would say emotionally and mentally off stage well, as well. You, I knew you'd be like a nice calming presence to have in the dressing room, but also great crack. And what I liked about it is I asked you a couple of weeks prior to doing it. I just sent you a text going, hey, Con, thinking of doing Riverdance, will you be Jean mm. Butler? And you just sent back yeah no problem <laughs> which I enjoyed but somebody else would be like tell me now what are the ins and outs of it and like then we rocked up and just practiced for like an hour and it well they, they, 30 minutes yeah and it was the greatest opening ever it, and do you know what the, it, it had improv panto vibes yeah so it like we're like I think anytime someone tries to do a, like a highly skilled thing like dancing yeah and they can't do it but they do it with seriousness yeah Joyous. It's unbelievable. I it's would so funny. say, like, without tooting my own horn, it is some of toot toot. It is some of the best I've ever written. It's some of the best stand up I've ever written. But do you know what that did then? I was really reluctant to do it again because oh. the Everyman gig was so amazing, right? So I've had a few gigs since that I've been like, I, d I, I don't want to kind of Laura. tarnish the memory. However, last night I did some of the new stuff and? again brilliant went down a storm well, which it's you see it's hard when you're playing for the gangbang they know me they know my crack they have a kind of shorthand so that's why it was such an explosively joyous gig because they just got all the references but it was great to discover last night that uh, it can also go to other venues do you know I, I okay so I remember your first gig in Collins in Coke in the Coco Club and, in Col in yeah. Col and, I, and I would have seen you then and lo like we were yeah. regular since Loads, yeah. and um i've seen all your stuff prior to it and it was always great yeah always hilarious um but what i found most interesting about this show was you you put up a post maybe a week or a week and a <laughs> half beforehand going i'm off to write my show <laughs> and then about two days later that's it i've written <laughs> and i was like what She's had written because, like most people, will will yeah. like for me. I know myself. I'm doing. Uh, uh, you work on bits, don't you, throughout I'm, the year? I'm uh, after <laughs> improv here tonight. Now I'm going into the bunker. Yeah. And I'm working on like a, I'm going. It's a comedy uh, free night in an, in a room in Cork. Yeah. And I'll do like 10, 15 minutes on on new stuff, and I'll record it, and I'll go home, and I'll obsess over it, and yeah. I cut. Whereas you, <laughs> but I love that, and I'm like almost jealous of it. I'm like, wow, that's fucking like, incredible. Like the talent to be able to do that, Laura. Is <laughs> is just and then so I'm Sorry. I have to finish it because Sorry. it was the best stand up I've ever seen you do yeah. and you but I don't want to like like belittle your stand up before it because that was also yeah, unbelievable but this was on the same level as Deirdre Kane who I would be like she'd be right at the top of, from yeah. from what I have seen yeah. in in in. Like at the right, so you're looking at Tommy Tiernan, Deirdre Kane, Dylan Moran yeah. as the kind of the top three in Ireland, yeah. in my opinion. And um, I just thought it was great. But like, yeah, the fact that you just wrote it in two days. I know, it's so funny because somebody asked me like the day of, like, are you ready? Like, have you tried it out before? I'm like, no, no, I'm going to go give birth to this on the Everyman stage and see how it goes. Um, yeah, it's a strange one. But I suppose, like, to be fair, it, it's always percolating away in the back of my head. Yeah. It, so there is a process. 
so it percolates for months and then then I'm down to crunch time and it's like oh bollocks I've got nothing and then now this time I did write it well though because I the one before it I wasn't happy with but I never wrote that one properly because it got cancelled due to Covid and then I kind of just winged it whereas this one I'm like I'm going to write the shit out of this and be really happy with it now you did rehearse it during the week and stuff did you like like you didn't just write it and go oh I'm going to do this now and tonight I wrote it and I I would say then I learned it all learned it off but I would say that I was not fully off book until like I didn't really know what was going to happen Mm. and it just flowed out of me it was one of those rare magical nights where it just I think I was relaxed because I knew I was amongst you know I wasn't winning over the audience Mm. so I was like if I can hit this in any way at all We'll be, we'll be. Del- and like, you hit every oh beat. God, was so good. It like I actually listened to it on the way down in the car last night. I like to listen to things after the fact, and I was chuckling away to myself, and I, it reassured me that it was as good as I remembered. Oh, it's because so you know good. the way you'd be like, it was such a great night, and you could get carried away on the buzz of it, but actually, it was a good night because the stand-up was top-notch. And. Like, <laughs> I'm so I'm just so humble. I'm such a humble guy. <laughs> oh Lord, it's so hard to be <laughs> but humble. But I don't think you should have to be humble if. Like I know it's the best stuff I've written in ages. But it, it but like I'm telling you straight to your face, yeah, it I is know. the best, the best stuff that you wrote in ages. And I'm telling you straight to your face, you need to get that. Like oh, you, oh yeah, no, I will. I, I will. honestly think I'm straight up, and I say, I'll say, I've, I've said it to you. Yeah. I said to Noel, I actually think you could be fucking huge. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But like. You're kind of like me as well in certain ways. I love my life the way it is as well at yeah, the moment. Yeah, like with I my family and stuff. We could all be huge. I could also be a medical doctor. Like I got, do you know mm. what I mean? But I don't necessarily have to Get go much do that. Stuff. You did that. <laughs> We'd have a bloody ball. <laughs> but you know what I mean? My dad used to always say to me, like, um, when I got my leave insert results or whatever, he's like, "You could do law." I'm like, "Yeah, I could," but I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I would like to be huge, but I wouldn't like to. Like, I, I suppose in many ways, Con, I'd like it to be handed to me on a plate. Like, here, yeah. Laura, three arena, Friday yeah. night, sold out, off you go. <laughs> yeah. Without having to yes. put any of the work in. Yeah. But as well, let's be honest about it. And I think I'm not strong enough on this because a lot of people say to me, oh, you should be doing gigs, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, do you know what now? Fuck off. Because, <laughs> that's a bit aggressive, but I have two babies. Yeah. Right, and my husband has a full-time job, and like I and get you're to a do fucking on the radio every I'm morning. On the radio every morning. I get to do exactly as much stand-up as I want to yeah. do, and yes, I could be huge, but I'm not willing to mm. jeopardize any other aspect of my life for it. Good for you. Because my babas are small; yeah. they'll only be small the ones, and I want them to fall asleep holding their mammy's hand. Do you well, know what I mean? I tell you, it's all about fucking priorities because they uh, are my priorities for now. Yeah, no, I'll still be funny in ten years, and they'll probably be your priority in ten years' time yeah. as well. They'll always be your priority, and, and like. It takes a certain type of strength to to just go, yeah, I know. Because like, I, I, I'm like, I still think now you should tour that show, by the way. I know, and but I like, will, you know I what think, mean? but I'm not going but to like, go to Loud on a Tuesday. I, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to go into the bunker tonight and do 15 minutes. Sorry, Loud. Or, or do, or, do you know what I mean? You don't have no. to. And I'm this, I feel, I like sometimes I have a love-hate relationship with comedy. I love, because I, I organise most of my own stuff. Yeah. And I, I find it easier. Yeah. It's, um, like, like yourself, then your own people will come to your own stuff correct you know that kind of way um whereas if i'm going like i've done a few gigs now in limerick and dublin and galway this year and um like i'm up in front of i don't know tourists and yeah people that are in their early Students, 20s yeah no and i'm like no i'm talking about you know 
like my autistic kids yeah. and my midlife crisis and I'm trying to make these people who don't Con, relate to me I have a massive section about winning streak like as in <laughs> I, I mean our students and Dora's going to be bid into my winning streak section they mightn't be do you know what as well though and I, I, they would, they I, I, I don't it. think they would. They'd love it. I think I'm not strong enough about this either. When people say it to me in the moment, is that I trust the path. I feel like I'm on a path, mm. right? Yes, it's probably a slower path than if I went all guns blazing. I trust that That'd I will get where path. I want to be. I trust that I will get where I want to be. And also, I think there are people that are always striving and are never, ever satisfied. Mm. I'm totally satisfied. Like, if, God forbid, I didn't ever do stand-up again and I was kicked off the radio in the morning and I, I'd be at peace. If you were Al Portered. <laughs> <laughs> you making a comeback? I, I... Good luck to him. And he's making. And do you know what? And I may as well say it in the podcast yeah. now because it'll be out next week. He's playing in a certain club this weekend in Cork City. In Cork City, not in my club. Oh my goodness yes. me! Surprise special guest. We won't mention the name of the club now, no, but, but yeah, right. I, I, like, could you believe it? But anyway, oh. um, but no, get like. No, I think you have to be strong as well about like, you know, even when I was doing acting, I did I did drama and theatre studies and trained as an actor in some sort of way people would be like you should go to London and I used to always be like no I won't like why would I go to London to go play a nurse and a couple of nuns like as in <laughs> I'm not doing that you'd be a great nurse <laughs> you'd be no, a right there. immaculate nun so I'd, I'd be actually, a great nun I'd we should a get a nun conf- uh, <laughs> a costume for the improv That you would be a brilliant nun but I often think and I'm not saying this about you now because you're lovely and you're my friend but I do find people say you should do this to me and I'm like, it's because you didn't do it. Mm. Like you want, you want to live, not you, but other people want to live vicariously through me and make me feel bad for like the fact that I'm quite happy to be at home mm. with my babies. Yeah, it's like I do my own. Th- I have my own plan. Yeah, do you know? And you, yeah. And I, now, and don't ask me what it is because I don't know. But I feel like I have a plan. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's, that's the, the plan. plan. <laughs> like the plan is this time two years ago. Did you have any ambitions to be on the morning show on Red FM? No, that's just, no, that, just, that appeared. And yeah. that appeared on the, plan, the plan, on the road, on your journey. And so also, like, I started on the radio <laughs> with Ray Foley. And then when he left, I was like, oh, that's that's me done then mm-hmm. as well. I had no, I, I had joined an established show. I didn't have the kind of desire to build a new show. And now here we are nearly eight months into building a new show and I'm having a ball. I have to say now, I listened to you during the week, the crack with the breakfast roll and... Uh, the, the, the oh, when Rob with, went with Rob. down to the central. I have to say now, I really enjoyed that kind of <laughs> that kind of soft talk, as Dominic might oh. say. Like, it was just good fun, and wholesome like, fun. Like People come into your life as well on the path and will say the addition of Rob Heffernan into my life, right? Olympic walker Rob Heffernan. He's I mean, an Olympian. An Olympic he's champion, an Olympian. Like. He's one of the greatest people that has ever entered my life. Are you he, serious? I am genuinely serious. That's lovely. Like, you know the way you have a feeling of like, I have good people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's just, he is a joy and a oh. really, a really good bonus. And same with Kira. Like, they're, they're two good, strong additions into my life. And I kind of thought I was full. Yeah. No room at the inn. We're at full capacity. But I'm like, come on in, gang. But that's the thing. It's hard. It's like you don't go out in your, I don't, I'm like it, at our age. I know I'm in my 40s. You're in your 30s. Mid to late. Mid to late 30s. Um, but you don't go out going, hi, can, do you want to be friends? No. Like, fr- like, I'm done. I have enough friends. I'm at capacity. And I'd be of the same opinion. I don't think I need any more. No, if someone came along, I'd be open to it. Yeah, yeah. But, but I wouldn't be searching it. it. Yeah. But it is a beautiful thing when friendships like that just emerge without 
you know and out of nowhere it's like it really does show when you click and you don't click like there is a type of personality that matches like my personality and Rob's totally match they shouldn't he's an Olympic walker who is probably yeah but you're walking since you're about (laughs) when did you learn to walk (laughs) I was a very early walker do you know what I mean like you were a prodigy you just didn't take (laughs) you just didn't keep going I remember thinking I was like oh my god Rob Heffernan now he's going to be all into fitness and I'm going to be allergic and he's going to try and make me skinny (laughs) and none of that the complete opposite of that that's good well not the complete opposite he's not like overfeeding me or anything Dylan came to your show my son came to, to your show did he? You, get, you got me two tickets for it that was very nice of me you oh were, yeah, yeah I remember now you gave me two <laughs> tickets for him and he's uh, his girlfriend shout out to Dylan and Shauna but he was sitting next to um, Rob Heffernan's son Kyle yeah who plays with AC Milan he sure does right uh, he's a, he plays with AC Milan yeah. right like one of the greatest European clubs of all time. One of his teammates just played in the World Cup there it, for some team. Literally. Yeah. Literally, like, and Dylan was sitting next to him, and now Dylan plays with Bohor Celtic. Right? <laughs> 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 equally, <laughs> equally <laughs> impressive. Very right? impressive. But, like, it just goes to show, though, it just goes to show, like, how fucking amazing life is that, like, you're just, like, I my, Dylan was awestruck by the fact that he was like sitting right next to this yeah. absolute uh, like legend legend son yeah. and like you're working with him now like I as know well. every now and again I look at Rob and I do, and now this is weird do you ever find that like the world was signposting stuff for you along the way like when Rob was on Dancing with the Stars, I had a strong awareness of him. When he was in the Olympics, I used to watch his races, right? Mm. Like, I feel like I was very aware of him much more so than I'd be of other people. Yeah. And when I look back, it's like all the arrows were pointing to him. Mm. Our paths were going to cross. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I do. And, I do. Like, and why would they? They shouldn't. Like, I don't have that feeling about Michelle Smith de Broom. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, and and you know what? But like, uh, we were talking a little bit about spirituality and stuff like that as well. I often find that with people. I like, I can walk in straight away and I can talk. Like, I can talk to someone, and I'd be just like not bothered with the person. Just go through the motions. Yeah. But especially with comedians, because I meet a lot of comedians. Every now and then, I'll come across a comedian, mm. or I'll be at a gig with a comedian, and we we'll just. Jesus Christ there'll be a tractor being there and we'd be yep. on the same page yep. and that person will make me laugh and vice versa yep. and it's just it's just weird the way you can be compatible with people 100% and knowing. you can be incompatible and I think for both of us that are rearing our kids that that's a good lesson to know now it's gone from the kind of like we must like and love everybody I think it's like some people are just not your people yeah. and that's fine just stay the hell away from them <laughs> it's just do you know who you need to love now this is, what I'm, this is my big thing with the boys at the moment you need to leave, love yourselves first of all, lads. Big time, big time. Fall in love with yourselves, mm. look after yourselves, mm-hmm. fill your own cups, yep. and then after that, you can be doing what you want to do. But it brings me on nicely now to the next thing. We've got a children's birthday party coming up in a few weeks' time. In Airtastic. In Airtastic. You're insane, might I say. I'm delighted to talk to you about this now, because yeah. what, like, first of all, I don't want, to, it's 20 quid a child. Yeah. We're bringing fucking 400 euro worth of children. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to do the maths in my head. Airtastic, um, like, not to... Not uh, Harvey wants to go, and yeah. the only reason we're going oh is because he's birth. Last year, we all got COVID, so he had no birthday last year. He had no birthday the year before that because of COVID. And now, Hunter won't be able to jump because he's too young. You've not met Hunter yet, have you? But no, he won't be allowed in. Um, yeah. What age is he? He'll he's, have to lie. He is three going on Nah, they won't 16. let him in. He has to be five. He, he, he won't be left in to play... Into, the, into the main jumping area, no. But is there a little place for oh, him? Oh, like? maybe there is, but like he'll be on his own. 
Unless you go in jumping with him. Well, I well I said to Alfie, Alfie was only four the last day, and I said, Alfie, you're five now, love. You're five. And the woman came along and said, What age is he? And I I went, He's five. And Alfie goes, It hasn't been my birthday yet. I'm only four. I was like, Shut (laughs) up, Alfie. Shut up. You won't be able to jump. Airtastic. Look, I don't want like it's a great place. It is a great place and a great brand. But might I just say, it is traumatic <laughs> is for a birthday oh, party. This. this is a terrible, terrible idea and I can't wait to go. Oh, It's sweaty. They serve the chips up all in a big plate. We're going at half 11 in the morning now. That's probably a bit better. Yeah, yeah that's it, good. Get it out of the way. That's the vibe. And early enough, it gets very chock-a-block towards like yeah. two, three kind of time. It's just it, a lot of fifth years working there and they all hate their job and they're on their phone all the time well they're just allergic yeah. they're just allergic and the children are gawking because of the jumping and the nuggets and the yeah. chips and you have to wear special socks and it's just hell on earth what socks do they, ha- they have to wear they have to buy the socks they give you socks they're going to catch us for socks now as well <laughs> Might I'm, be included in the party. I'm already f- 400 quid is that inclu- I'm going to email them after this does, does that, that include, include socks, socks? <laughs> <laughs> They're special jumping socks. Fuck's sake. Yeah, I can't wait to go. You're oh. going to be so stressed. Yeah, I'll just smoke a big joint before I go in. I'd say bring one in with you. <laughs> <laughs> bring it in. Bring um, one in for us all. <laughs> we're going to finish up there now, but we'll finish up on, uh, just to try and kind of finish up on a lighter topic, okay. death. <laughs> death. Yes. Death. What? Talk to me about death. Uh, death is actually one of my greatest fears. There's Dan. Um... He's a handsome man, isn't he? Uh, oh, Dom is always carrying multiple bags. That's Dom. He looks McKay like Doctor Death there now, does. like. A death now. Look, I I'm very conscious of death because when I was growing up and was small, uh, there was a. It's not. I had a very happy childhood, but we'll say there was a, an era death around the place. My parents were both teachers in two massive schools, so there would often be a staff member sick, and I was very privy to a lot of this. Oh, you'd have. I would have heard all the, the scare. All the stuff and it was it kind of soaked into my soul and like my mom's brother passed away very young and I was there when that all occurred and like we were very holy as well so there was lots of big sad scary death stuff right and so I'm very conscious that I don't want that for my kiddos I like as in I don't want too much death stuff not that mom and dad there wasn't too much death stuff for mom and dad it was just that I was very clued in mm. and I used to be genuinely quite petrified of it but and I'm a desperate hypochondriac even though I've gotten much better so like I I I think death for me is tied in with ego a small bit. It's like, I'm going to be picked young because I'm complete. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a perfect little specimen. It's going to be on the front of the Echo, promising radio presenter, killed in her prime, right? And that's all ego, isn't it? Spontaneous combustion. I think there could be, if I, I would love a crystal ball to know that like, I'm going to get to be 98, yeah. I'm going to have all my senses and I'll die very peacefully. And then I'd be fine You'd with that. Grand. It's the kind of threat of it happening now yeah. Or being taken away from my babies. It's so the uncertainty. It. It's the yeah. uncertainty. Uh, I have, um, I have this ongoing melancholic fucking despair uh, and sadness yeah. that I'm going to die in the next few years when my children are young. Yeah, scaring them Correct. for eternity. That's uh, just being a dad and a mom, I think. And uh, like, there's nothing I can do about it. No. Like, but like, at the same time, like, it's like, it's inevitable. 
But I've been around a fair few tragic deaths. A boy in our year died when we were in third year. A really great, lovely friend of Shane's died when he was only in his early 20s. He had just moved to Australia. A teacher in our school had sudden adult death syndrome. There was an awful lot Mm. of big, scary ones. Plus the fact that I'm bait into like podcasts where people (laughs) die. And in general, I'm dead. You know, really, really like listening to big, sad podcasts about grief. Do you know what I mean? I'm really there. So when do you want to die? So, okay, oh, you, you, you can write your own time scale here now. Um, I'd say around, like, I'd love to get to 98. Would you? Yeah, and I'd really? love to be totally with it. Um, 98. Deeply at peace and just slip away off my sleep. Do you pray? I do, yeah. Oh, you, I'm a big God girl. Uh, do you, what do you pray? What kind of prayers? What throw me out your well, prayers? Um, let me think. I'm like, hi God, this is me, Laura. Thanks for all the blessings and talents you've blessed me and all my family with. Please keep us all safe. Talk to you tomorrow. That's an affirmation, girl. And I'd say it just before I go and to that's bed. That's absolutely beautiful. And just before that's, I go to bed. To me but that's that's the thing. They're like I waffle on about affirmations all the time. But that's it. Like prayers affirmations are, are a form of prayer. Prayers are affirmations, like. And I want that's to speak, say that again, please. Hi God, this is me, Laura. Thanks so much I just love for the all. Way you just go, Hi God, Hi God. <laughs> but you, you know, see, like he's I like, need oh, to tell you about is. this. No, I need to tell you. I love about that this. though. Hi God, this is me, Laura. Thank you so much for all the blessing, talent you bless me and all my family with. Please keep us all safe. Thanks for being talking to you tomorrow. There's gratitude. There's natural gratitude in that affirmation as well, though, and that prayer. Sorry. But you see, my God is sound. I need to. I've been trying to unpack this in my brain during the week, right? Because Joe Duffy is bit into scandals at the moment. In mm. again, in the Christian Brothers and all this. Like you can't listen to him. No, it's too fucking. It's so grim. Morbid. It's so he, grim. And he's he looks for morbid shit all but the time. But you know like. what, right? It's hard in this day and age to be like I believe in God because people automatically assume you believe in a Catholic God and that you're bait into the Catholic Church, right? I would go to midnight mass. I'll go to Easter, the big masses. My children will make their communions and are learning about God. Yeah. And will Harvey make Harvey's the learning about God at the moment now, and he was like, "Give a guess what?" <laughs> I was like. God made the whole place in seven days. <laughs> He's unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, fuck, unbelievable. I, I find the framework of like, like I want them to have a belief because again, it is connected to death for me. It's like, I would like to think that my grand that I loved very much is okay. I would like to think that Shane's friend that died is okay. I would like to think that the boy in my ear and for me to survive life, I need to think that they're all okay yeah. and together. But like, when it comes to the Catholic church, uh, like I'm inside mass talking to that sound god that I have yeah. that hey god it's me Laura and you're he's tuned like, out from he's like hey what? girl yeah. what's going on like you're killing yeah. it on the radio <laughs> my god oh my god what <laughs> Where were you? You were in a Limerick last night? Oh you were Tom the Bear wow my god it's a bit camp uh, but like <laughs> as in the, the 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 version of god that I have adapted is I know he's my own version yeah but the kind of framework of religious education, we'll say for my kids, I'm I'm content with. Mm. Once there's not too much emphasis on sin or dying or any of yeah. the bad bits. But I'm like, I feel sometimes that people are like, oh, Laura's a bit holy, as if it's a bad thing. It's like, well, it's actually just another form of believing in something. You see, I think words are important as well. And, and word people discriminate with words. If you yeah. say holy, right, they'll be like... It's church. It's church. But yeah. if you say spiritual, you're like, oh my God, he's so spiritual. Yeah, but you're also a bit woke with you're, the spiritual. Bit, Whereas yeah. I'm like, I believe... I would like to believe in something. I don't like to in depth analyse any aspect of my religion. Do you, te- do you, do you ever pontificate on, on, on God? Yeah. On what God might be? Or do you... Because sometimes I do. I try sometimes to, to, to go... I, I don't say God. I say the universe. I'm yeah. like, what is it? 
What what yeah. is it? How how is it? I feel like it's probably a feeling and I like I would like we'll say I'd like to feel like that there are people who have died belong to us or around us and near us. Right? I would angels. Yeah, well, me angels. I would like to I'd like to think that I am very aware of signs. Now I could be like, oh my god, can't look the way the condensation is shaping into a sea. That must be <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh my god a sea just appeared <laughs> nothing to do with Con's finger but to see it but like I, I would like to I, I I would just love there to be something yeah but also if there definitely is like but I remember when we did I did philosophy in first year in UCC what an absolute waste of time that was but there was a thing about either there is something or else it's a dreamless sleep and what is more pleasurable than a dreamless sleep and I'm like sure I'll be grand but my thing is I just don't want to die I don't want a situation where I'm on my deathbed and happen to say goodbye to my children who are bawling like let you them you don't be, want that no let them be in their 40s or 50s oh, yeah. and like they can be sad but let, be your children but though. but don't let them be 10 yeah. or 12 yes I'm the same Do you know, and the no. same with Shane and it's so funny I assume I'm going to die young never crosses my mind that anything could happen to Shane but you know Laura I, it is very interesting that you say this and we have to go now right yeah. but I'm the same and only in the last couple of years have I been doing stuff like for example now I, I try and go for a sauna every day right? yeah. first of all they're brilliant for my mental health yeah. right but the reason I'm going for sauna, right, yeah. is we've big strokes in our family, big history right. of yeah. heart yeah. and stroke. And there was a study done there in Sweden that was done over 30 years. And if you go for, if you sit in a sauna for 20 minutes a day, four days a week, yeah. it reduces your risk of stroke by 51%, your Great. risk of cancer by 62%. Yeah. And uh, so that was originally, uh, so then I'd make that small change. Then I became a vegetarian. Yeah. But, the, but the reason I was doing all these things and going for walks and trying to do a bit of mindfulness and meditation and blah, 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 blah. And now I find at 45 that I'm doing a load of this fucking woke shit that I would never have done before. But I'm a lot happier and calmer. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, at least I'm trying yeah. to survive for my children. I think Shane often no, points out pizza, to me. Oh, pizza. big time! Can't. Shane often points out to me. He's like, sometimes the illness can be you're worrying about death, so yeah. you're not living because you're spending so much fucking time worrying about dying. And I was a bit that way inclined, but I think the artistic streak in us as well lends itself to we write we write the he died young. It was very tragic. His children were at the side of his bed. Noel had to cuddle them. You know, like we paint the picture and I have to separate in my head the kind of bizarre fantasy story. And my mother says a great thing. She says, more often than not, nothing exciting happens. Everything is normal. And so, like... Uh, do you know what? Like, there's a great piece in that. But like, aren't the old sayings fucking like I don't the, know what the that old? old <laughs> but look, but aren't it, like? Well, I was going to say the old people, but I like I met your mum and she's not really that old. How old well, is she? She's nearly seventy. Yeah. Well, she does not look seventy. She doesn't I know. sat beside her now at Polly's party, or at Alfie's party a few weeks ago, and I would have said sixty-two or sixty-three. No, she's sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. <laughs> 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 no, but I think you have to. The main thing is. I'll <laughs> see you again. The main thing is to focus on living. I've had to kind of relearn that. Yeah. That it's not, see, because I've been to the dramatic funerals with the crying and weeping and bawling because they've been tragic. Mm. I've been to too many of them, so I have to protect my mind a bit from them. I love a good funeral. Though. Oh, fuck, I love a good funeral. I'd love. I'm really good at funerals. I'm brilliant. Are you? A top notch. Yeah, I wouldn't be great. My now. sister is terrible. She cracks inappropriate jokes and she gets hysterical laughing. I'll be hanging out with your sister. Yeah. <laughs> you Come here, it was great having you on. Pleasure, my darling. Thank you so much. We better go in and uh, do a bit of uh, improv. Improv uh, magic. Uh, people who are listening to this from the Cork area, we are in the um, we're in the Opera House yep. in December for Correct. 
Do you know the dates? Starting the 9th of December and it's like the Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. Friday, Friday, Saturday, Thur- Sunday or something yeah. before Christmas. Check it out anyway at www.corkoperahouse.ie for all the dates. Improvised pantomime, myself, Laura, Dominic, Laura Hart, Declan Wolf, and Dylan on the keys. Unreal. And it's going to be, yeah, it, it's selling fast, so get your tickets quickly. Listen, thanks a million, Laura. Thanks I love you all, guys. Bye. Bye, 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 bye